All right. Well, now we're going to switch over and talk a little C U S A. All right. Do I need to play this? Yeah, we love the Conference USA. We got the Roadrunners. All right. Watch out. Beware what you wish for. It comes crashing down. All right. When the Roadrunners meet me, we also have the UAB Blazers. Now, life after Bill Clark. I was so much higher on that team before that. That shit happened with Bill Clark. Yeah, that's a bummer. Uh, you got the Hilltoppers who played for the CUSA championship a year ago. Uh, you got the Florida Atlantic Owls. Who? Who? Uh, they they're one one of the more talented teams from a recruiting standpoint. You got the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. You got North Texas, the Mean Green, and Seth Latrell, who ruined UTSA's perfect season a year ago. You got the UTEP Miners. Uh, you got. Um, Louisiana Tech and a you know they were they've been a, a bowl team for the most of the past decade with Skip Holt. They're switching to Sonny Cumbie in the air raid. You got the Rice Owls, make or break year for Mike Bloomberg. Uh you got FIU, the Panthers, the airport. You got Mike McIntyre. Can he can he uh re- revive that program? Um NC Nick, what do you make of the C U S A? I mean, uh, let me rattle off the odds, I guess. Uh the odds, UTSA plus two ten, which I love. I might add, uh, U, uh, UAB plus two thirty, Western Kentucky plus four fifty, Florida Atlantic plus eight hundred, Middle Tennessee Rick Stockstill's squad plus thirteen hundred, North Texas plus fifteen hundred, uh, UTEP plus two thousand, Charlotte plus twenty five hundred, La Tech plus three thousand. Uh, Rice plus eight thousand and a, uh, the airport plus twelve thousand. So, you know, one hundred twenty well, to one for the airport. <laughs> I'm, I, I will not be placing that bet. <laughs> so this is kind of similar to the American, where I think there's a top tier, and that that top tier is three teams: UTSA, UAB, Western Kentucky. I'd I don't even surprised. have I don't even have Western Kentucky in there, dude. That's Joe Hackney's team to win it all, man. Uh, I, I'm actually a little down on the Hilltoppers. Also, I mean, Bailey Zappi's gone, Kitley's gone, Stearns, the, the, hey. they're gone, Tinsley's gone. I mean, Dogecoin I mean, just transferred out, so their quarterback depth might be a question. Yeah, uh, they got only four returning stars on offense, seven on defense, and the defense last year wasn't anything great. Um, so I, I mean, I, I think that they'll still be like a bold team. They'll still be solid. Uh, they went eight and four last year, and their team total sitting that eight and a half. Oh, I love oh, the. Hold other. on, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this this team's going to win more than last year. No, uh, I don't think so. Now, you know the schedule's different and everything too, but still, I love the under on it. Again, you're going to have to pay some juice. It's it's minus one forty, but I think it's worth it. So uh, I don't know, Joe. I don't know if they uh, have a that great winning culture just yet. I think it takes a little bit longer than one season. <laughs> we we will see. And look, I want to dive into all these, but. I got to get us paid folks. I want to tell you that the college football experience CUSA and AAC season preview episode uh, is brought to you by run your pool. Yes. Uh, look, run your pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans in their social circles together to compete, to connect and make every game matter more. I mean, run your pool offers every game you can think of from pick them to survivor to fantasy pools. It is. It's got customizable features that you won't get anywhere else. It's absolutely fantastic. 
and we've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host our own SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. This is free to enter, people, and believe it or not, we're gonna have some amazing prizes that will be announced very soon. Hop in now to reserve your spot. We're giving away five hundred dollars cash and a two hundred fifty dollars gift card to the SGPN merch store. So sign up today over at. Uh, play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. Once again, that is play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by sleeper sleepers, the fastest growing fantasy football platform or fantasy platform in general, I should say uh, with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I know I do. Uh, they just passed 4 million users. Uh, wow. That's crazy. And they have this awesome brand new over under game where you can choose two or more players in any sport. Uh, that you like on the, and, and pick the over or under on their stat projection. And if you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the amount of money that you put in. And with NFL season right around the corner, sleepers, the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. So right now on your mobile phone, join our listener group on sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP. Once again, that is sleeper.com slash S G P a hundred dollars. Hundred dollar match on your first deposit. What are you doing, folks? Get in sleeper.com slash SGP. All right, we are back talking C U S A football. You know the thing that kills me in this conference too is that there there's five teams with team totals between four and a half and five and a half. (laughs) It's tough, it's tough, man. So this is one conference when I went with a bunch of overs because I think you're getting fairly good lines on some decent teams. I, I know the conference USA is, is not one of the better conferences in college football. Them and the Mac are probably in the, in, in the, the running for worst, but there's a bunch of teams that I think could go what five and seven, six and six, seven and five. So let's just say overall, I took a lot more overs than unders in this conference. I would say most conferences I'm, I'm almost dead equal the amount of overs and unders. For some reason, I was I favored a ton of unders, and you know what? I, it looks like you favored a. I'm, I'm sorry, I favored a bunch of overs. It looks like you favored a bunch of unders. So finally, we have some some, some disagreement here, dude. You get to the middle of this conference, and <laughs> I got no idea. Like it's tough, man. Middle Tennessee and UTEP and Charlotte and North Texas. I mean, Middle Tennessee is one that I feel like I could really be wrong on. All right. Who should we talk about first? You want to talk about the, the uh, Blue Raiders? Let's talk about stock still because Cunningham's back. He always gets he's an underrated coach in my opinion. So I'm probably misjudging that one. If there's one that I just sit there and say, Man, I'm on the under, like who would who would really make me look like a fool? I could totally see Middle Tennessee being like eight and four and being in contention to get to the the CUSA championship or something. And I'm like, what the hell? You know what I mean? Like, um, well, if you look at last year, they went six and six and then beat Toledo in the bowl game. And, you know, first off they had what, like four or five different guys play quarterback. Yeah. They started with Bailey Hockman, who was the NC state transfer. He did not pan out. I think they finally settled on chase Cunningham who was playing good football had it went through for about three eighty on Charlotte. Then he got hurt. And once he got hurt, those other backups, uh, D Laleo and Fatiato. Yeah. I'm probably butchering their names, but they were not very good, man. And they still won six games last year. I mean, they beat Marshall. They beat Marshall. Yeah. It, it, you know, this was uh not and Southern miss. I mean, this team's probably the one that I'm off on. If I had to, to, to look at one that I say, Kobe, who would I be off on? I think it's middle Tennessee. Uh, I, I love uh, 
so the odds uh, I read, I read the odds actually. Okay. So uh, uh, yeah, I mean, let's talk, let's talk. I love the UTSA over. How about you? I, I like, I, I think UTSA is, is going to walk away with this. What are you doing folks? Get in there right now and bet at what, what did I say? Plus two twenty or plus two ten? Uh, get and it was the other day when I did it. I feel like it was plus two thirty. So the odds went down uh, recently. I don't know why, but I kind of love that man. I think when you consider they don't get Florida Atlantic or Charlotte, who I actually think might be decent in in the uh, CUSA this year, I really like uh, their their schedule, man. I really think and like just look at their look at their road. First off, Frank Harris is back. Yes, they lose their OC to Illinois, but this team killed it in the transfer portal. Absolutely yeah. killed it in the transfer portal. So I, I pull up their schedule and I'm like, okay, besides the first three games, which is Houston army and Texas, I think every other game is winnable. And I, I wouldn't surprise me if they beat Houston or army. So well, let's, let's talk about out of conference first. Okay. Because last year their out of conference schedule was the fighting Illini, Lamar, Memphis, UNLV. They went four and oh, barely beat Illinois by a touchdown, a three point win against Memphis and a seven point win against UNLV. I think this year, the schedule is harder with Houston at army at Texas and Texas Southern. They're not going four and oh there. Yeah, no, I, I okay. actually had them. It might be two and two. I had them two and two, potentially three and one. I think there there's no way they're going to be one and three. They're going to get either Houston or army. I agree. I agree. Um, I think two, I think two and two is fair. Two and two, and then when you look at the road games in conference, though, I kind of like the the one game I was thinking before for the under to hit was the UAB game. But now at that UAB, but now but they get a bye week before it. I kind of love yeah. the schedule, man. They avoid Florida Atlantic. They avoid Charlotte. Um, they get Western Kentucky in the Alamo Dome. They get North Texas in the Alamo Dome. I, the road schedule, what rice, like I said, the, the only one that could, they could lose on the road to me is UAB. I think they'll take I, care of middle Tennessee. Yeah, I think I agree. So I went into this thinking I was going to be more down on UTSA, especially because I knew their out of conference schedule was tougher. But when you look at the in-conference, I had to go over also. And I think you're getting, I think it's plus plus one thirty also. So you're getting plus juice on the over with, with the UTSA. I mean, Frank Harris senior is back at quarterback. You got four or five offensive linemen returning Traylon uh, Smith. They went out and yeah. got Traylon Smith. Who was a stud at Arkansas right at the running back spot. They loosen Sierra McCormick. Hey, they might he'll fill, he'll fill right in. <laughs> yeah. I think they have an underrated group of receivers as well. I think, uh, I think this offense, which was second best in the conference last year, uh, only behind Western Kentucky. Well, this year, you know what? I think they're probably going to be numero uno. And the defense might take a step back, only getting five returning starters back, but they did hit that portal hard. So I think UTSA is still the clear cut favorite in Conference USA. You have to take it. Take the plus two two ten or whatever I said. Plus two what is it? Uh plus two ten right now. Like I said, it was plus two thirty the other like three days ago. Um I think you have to take there there's no way they're not playing for the for the for the championship. I really believe there's no way they're not in that game. Yeah, you know, I I would love to be able to like pick a team here that's kind of in the middle of the pack that's going to contend, but I don't see how you do it. I think maybe you argue, you know, I think most of us are are down on Western Kentucky this year, a little bit rebuilding there. 
And then I think people have a reason to be down on UAB. I am not personally, I'm actually taking the over on UAB, but who else in this field of this like middling average teams is really going to contend? I don't see it happening. So I think UTSA has, has basically a cakewalk to the conference championship. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, UAB, Bill Clark is gone, but maybe, maybe he believes in his staff. And cause I do think that team is really talented. I actually think there's a big gap between UTSA UAB and the rest of the conference. Um, Agreed. Look, you got Dylan Hopkins at quarterback. Uh, he, he won the job last year. I think he's, he's totally fine there. And then with Dwayne, but they, but he, they also brought in Jacob Zeno from Baylor. True. Yeah. True. So they have depth too. Tyler Johnson's he's at Towson now in the FCS, but yeah. Uh, Continue Dwayne on. McBride at running back. He's you know, a beast. 1300 beast. plus yards, yeah. 13 touchdowns last year, three starters on the offensive line back. I think they're going to be okay there. And the top defense in the league last year gets eight back. Uh, and I think their schedule is, you know, they do get UTSA at home and let's, let's pull up their schedule here. Cause I, I think they can get started off pretty on a nice, I, I, they're going to be what six and zero, oh, and going at Western Kentucky. Well, I don't know. They, they could lose the Liberty Liberty smacked I, them Liberty last won year. last yeah. year, but I think they get revenge. I think, you know, they, they were, they were opening up their, their new stadium and Liberty came down and smacked them. I think they go on the road and beat Liberty this year. And like I said, I think it's a pretty easy cakewalk to six and zero. I and see, then, I, I felt way better when it was Bill Clark. I, I don't feel course, confident in them just coming into Liberty. Let Liberty fans show up. I, I think that is like, if anything, I I put Liberty as like a, a a favorite in that game. And look, I mean, Rice could be a little. That's kind of a tough road trip. Not really. Yeah, they'll handle <laughs> they'll handle Rice. They'll handle Rice. Uh, Middle Tennessee and Charlotte at home. Yeah, I mean, could you drop one of those? Of course you could. Uh, but I think they could, they're going to get off on the, you know, on a, a very nice uh, start here. And, uh, you know, it is a little bit tougher towards the end of the year, UTSA at LSU second to last game, but, uh, I hate to go chalk again, but that's my uh, championship game. Yeah, UTSA I mean, UAB that, that's even more chalk than the AAC one, dude. Yeah. Um, it's this total chalk uh, for teams that c- can surprise. When I say surprise, it doesn't mean they're going to be in the championship game. Although maybe if UAB, let's say the wheels fall off since, since Clark's gone, then somebody has to right? If you're down on Western Kentucky down yeah. on UAB, who, who can bubble up? I mean, who do you, who do you well, talk yourself I, into I, Florida I Atlantic? Said, I'm on, I'm on, yeah, well, they're the most talented based on right. recruiting. I know stock still always overachieves in my opinion, but I, how about the Charlotte 49ers? Chris Reynolds back fifth year senior. If they could just fix that defense a little bit, I expect this offense to be rolling. Yeah, you know, we did the, the uh, Charlotte preview what a month or two ago, and I think I do like the offense a lot. Uh, yeah, the defense not so much, and you wonder about like the team's toughness overall. Uh, I don't know if Charlotte can make that big of a jump. What about La the Tech? offense should click, man? What about La Tech? They're kind of a true enigma because this is a, a winning culture that was built there. Yes, they had a bad year last year. If you look at La Tech last year. If pull up that schedule for La Tech last year, it is unbelievable. They blow a twenty-one or no, twenty-point fourth well, quarter lead. I bet the over, so t- I'm very familiar yeah. with it. <laughs> they they blow a twenty-point lead to Mississippi State Week One. They have that hail mary that SMU beats them with, where they like deflects halfway across the field. Uh, they lose by seven in Carter in Carter Finley Stadium uh, to NC State. Uh, they had a close call at Old Dominion loss. 
a close call at rice. Now they are installing the air raid they, but they did pass more surprisingly. They passed more than they ran last year. He's bringing in an air raid quarterback. Could they be ahead of schedule and could they be the thorn in the side for a lot of these teams that maybe we're not seeing? I don't see it. I'm on the under here. I know. I think you're on the over with LaTeX. It's sitting at four and a half. Uh, I think it's just going to take time with the new coaching staff. I think they're going to be towards the bottom of this conference. Well, someone's got to win these games. Damn it! <laughs> so Joe says, why couldn't a team like North Texas or UTEP step up? There are two potentials. Also, I mean, could they? Sure, but it, they, they they've just been so average or bad for such a long time. Let's talk about them. Let's talk. Okay. Let's take, you, well, let's, UTEP, I think was a little bit of fool's gold last year. They lose first off. They lose Jacob cowing their star wide out to Arizona. And if you look at their season last year, okay. They, they got some easy opponents out the gate. New Mexico state was terrible. Bethune Cookman terrible. And they only beat Bethune Cookman by 10, right? Then they get a terrible New Mexico. They get whooped by Boise, but then they get a terrible New Mexico team. I'm looking at their wins. Uh, New Mexico couldn't throw the forward pass last year. They got old dominion at the right spot because old dominion ended up getting hot towards the end of the year. That was Ricky Ronnie's first year. They got him early in the season. I think that's a great get. Then Southern miss will Hall's first year. They couldn't throw a forward pass. They had Frank Gorthone passes. Um, the lot, the lot tech win was impressive actually, in my opinion, but I don't, when I watched them, I didn't buy in. I think they were fool's gold. I thought Dimmel did a great job by getting them to a bowl. Cause that's an accomplishment Definitely. and build on Definitely. that. I'm not buying in. I'm on the under with them this year. I think these other teams and the schedule is not as easy as last year. Last year, they kind of, everything broke nice for them. Well, I would say like, you know, we said, you know, UTSA and UAB are, are such clear cut above the rest. And that was evident on the field last year when they played UTEP, uh, they lost to UTSA 44, 23. Lost to U- UAB 42 25. Uh, I don't see them making enough of a jump in order to knock off one of those teams. Yeah, I, I'm on the under with UTEP. I think I went over. I went over with UTEP too. Like I said, like I think they can do it again. I mean, Gavin Hardison, he, 22 career starts, fourth Ske- year in the program. Schedule's much, uh, much tougher. They don't have an FCS. And in my opinion, the floor has risen. I think New Mexico State is going to be much better than last year. New Mexico, much better than last year. Um, and by and by the time they play some of these other schools, like they get Florida International on November nineteenth, I think McIntyre will have them much playing much better ball by November. How many winnable games is on their schedule? I would say that I would say the only games they're not gonna, definitely not going to win it: Oklahoma, Boise. UTSA. They don't have to play UAB this year. Every other game is winnable. It, all these teams are about the same. Like, why can't they beat both New Mexico schools? Why can't they beat North uh, Texas? Well, Charlotte, because, La Tech, Middle Tennessee, <laughs> Rice, FIU. I, I think they can't beat them because they barely beat them last year. They beat New Mexico by seven, and that was in El Paso. Now they have to go to Albuquerque, and you're giving Rocky Long another year. Uh, it ain't going to be the same. It ain't going to yeah. be the same. I'm telling you, they had, they had a lot of breaks last year. Uh, maybe, maybe, I mean, look, maybe they can get five wins. I don't know. I'm on the under. I, I they didn't pass. Okay. The quarterback uh, is solid. The rest of the team. I have questions. I have questions. I think they so. got two good running backs with, with uh, a Watt and Hankins. Uh, and they had the fourth best defense in the conference USA last year. And they get what? Six, 13 total starters. Not great. I don't know. I, I don't feel great about Utah. I, I don't feel great about most of this conference. <laughs> <laughs> it's a conference USA. To Joe's point, it is like the Mac 
it is tough to predict from year to year. Uh, but I don't see UTEP competing yeah, for a championship. What about North Texas, Colby? They're 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 actually a sneaky one to me because I, I think, think they're better yeah, than Utah. I do. I I'm taking them week zero. FYI, so uh, you know you you know now I'm taking North Texas to win in El Paso. Um, uh, North Texas is is an interesting team to me, but th- man, they they got hit hard on the on the portal on the defensive side of the ball. Yes, L- the defensive line is a huge yes, question yes. mark. Now it, I will say, you know, they might have the best offensive line in the whole league. Yeah, so that that running game is gonna do just fine, but defense is a big question mark. Especially and to the me, D-line. it's the road games. This is why I'm fading them. They're road games. First off, they're at UTEP. I think they're gonna win that one, but it's still. Do you know how fucking hot El Paso, Texas is, man? I've done stand up there. <laughs> that fucking place is in the middle of a desert. All right, it's even it, hotter when you're bombing, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, then they go to UNLV uh, in September seventeenth. I think that's tough. I think that's. A, I think UNLV is going to be better than what we think. Um, then they, they have back to back away. They go to the Liberty Bowl take on Memphis. I I, I think that they're going to lose that game. Um, then they their other road games back to back away two sets at UTSA. Who I know that is a guarantee for me. Lay the points with UTSA. UTSA lost their only game in Denton. And UTSA delayed homecoming until they fed to, to the spot. They changed it to have it. There's no way UTSA is losing to lay in the 14 or whatever. UTSA is going to fuck them up in the Alamo Dome. Then they head to, to Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky actually has a good home field environment. They have fans that come out there. I think that's a tough win. And then at UAB, I, I think the road schedule is what hurts them. I think they have a harder road schedule. I do think they're a better team than some of these other teams, but I yeah. think that that road schedule is brutal. How about we look at Florida Atlantic and and trust? Let, let's make a case for the team that probably has the most talent, other than UTSA. Um, they have a road schedule of at the Ohio Bobcats week two. Well, first off, they get Charlotte week zero. That is a huge game because both teams are right there, kind of like who's going to step up. Uh, you know, I, the, I will say they've owned Charlotte of late, including last year. I'm pulling it up now. I know they they whipped Charlotte pretty good last year. I think they've won three or four in a row. Uh, bear with me here while I, I pull it up. I, I like their road schedule is it's, it's a little tough, but it, it's doable at Ohio. Yeah, they, beat, so they beat Charlotte at Charlotte 38 to nine last year. <laughs> week zero week zero. Maybe Charlotte prefers to catch them week zero. Uh, either I'm way, still, I'm still thinking of taking the points in that game. What is it like seven and a half or something? Is that the spread? I think I'm taking the points too. I think I'm taking the points too. Uh, Maybe we're crazy Uh, at Ohio Peden stadium, Saturday, September 3rd. That's a road game. I think it's winnable. I think they're going to win it at Purdue. Okay. They lose that tough back to back away because I do think North Texas is pretty good in Denton, Um, but it's not, it's not a for sure loss. Like it wouldn't shock me if they won that one Sure. at, at the sun bowl in El Paso winnable, but I do think that shit will get cold around right around that time um, at FIU. That's a win at middle Tennessee. I think this, I think it's manageable. It wouldn't surprise me. Maybe you sprinkle a little bit, but so Tiger's teams are always so penalized. They're just, yeah. And here's the thing I don't like. I don't like how they finished last year. So last year they were what five and three and looking like they were in good shape to, 
make a bowl game, but you know, two, two of those losses were uh, out of conference. So they were five and one in the conference that, Hey, maybe they'll contend. They lose their last four games all by double digits lost to Marshall 28, 13 at mm. home, lost mm. to ODU 30 to 16 on the road at West Kentucky. Tough game last year, lost 52, 17. Then they mm. lost at home by 10 to middle Tennessee to, to, to end the year. That was for a bowl berth. Yeah. Where's the fight? Yeah. You know, so yeah. I, I don't know, man. I mean, FU, yeah, they, they're pretty damn talented, but I certainly don't c- trust the coaching staff. I'm not picking them to contend with the big boys in this league. We got a, we got a random mountain West question here, guys. Do you think UNLV may get a PAC 10 invite? I don't, I think they have to, del- they have to have some more winning culture on the football field. Uh, I think most likely pretty obviously San Diego state and SMU, but I, uh, maybe, maybe you can make the case for Boise state uh, because they, they, they're kind of a blue blood when it comes to uh, that would really strengthen their football conference and, and also their basketball program's good too. Uh, so uh, I don't know what's going to happen with that. I mean, obviously UNLV is, is attractive because of a big city and a growing city legalized gambling, gambling, becoming more normal. I think, you know, uh, more mainstream, I think UNLV is attractive, but you're right. I mean, they, they need a decent team too. It can't just be the city. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think San Diego state and SMU are the ones and then maybe Boise. Like, but San Diego State easily number one, so they can keep recruiting Southern California. Um, uh, so, sorry, one, one more thing on, on FAU. With all that said, I went over the the team total. Me five too. And me a half. too. <laughs> uh, you know, I, just talent alone, I went over. Uh, tough, tough call though, especially how they ended last year. Okay, so what's what's the most overrated team in the conference? I think it's by far Western Kentucky. That's the easy answer. I mean, are we missing something? Uh, Joe's big on them. It just seems like they're they lost so much. I mean, they got a, a freshman quarterback now coming in. It's going to take some time. I still think they're not going to completely fall off the face of the earth. They're still going to go to a bowl game. There, maybe there's, seven and five. Maybe even eight, eight and four would be a very nice year for Western Kentucky, given all they lost. There's only three teams you can take for being overrated because everyone else's win totals at like five. <laughs> All right, right, right. Uh, somebody could, you know, if somebody made the argument for UAB minus Bill Clark, I could see why. I'm not making that argument personally, but I guess I could see why. Yeah, um, I'm going. I think Western Kentucky is my only answer there. It's the only one yeah. I can answer. I guess if I had a second. Yeah, you can't. I guess I'd say UAB if, if you're making me, but I don't. I don't feel that way. Um, Patty C says uh, UTSA is the most overrated team in the conference. Uh oh, mm, he's coming at hater. the road runners. Like meep, a hater. Meep. Uh, team that will surprise. Patty C says UAB. I don't know how much of a surprise it is when the odds are fucking <laughs> plus two thirty. Hey, Patty C, yeah, who's not not I'm with us. <laughs> yeah, UTSA is plus two ten. UAB is plus two thirty. Pretty UAB is almost the favorite to win the fucking conference. Uh, <laughs> we gotta give him shit tomorrow. Uh. Uh, I, I what do you think sh- about my, what do you think about my, my team that will surprise? <laughs> I, I threw out, I threw out the rice owls. They got what McCaffrey's now a wide out, right? He's yeah. moving to wide out. That's interesting. Look, seven starters back on offense, seven on defense. They beat UAB and Southern miss last year. And they had two losses at overtime to North Texas and Charlotte. This could be Bloomgren's best team at rice. And 
when I say surprise, I'm not talking like com, you know contend. Yeah, I'm talking game. about yeah, yeah. If, if they go six and six and clear their very low three and a half team total, I think that's a surprise team. Potentially, Rice maybe flying under the radar. Hey, am I am I crazy? Am I drinking too much over here? <laughs> I think so. I think you are. But I'll say this: uh, when they hired him, I thought it was a good hire. And I, his first couple of years, the way they played competitively in their losses and some of their losses, where I was like, "He's going to turn this corner." Now it's never came. Maybe it's this year, and maybe I'm wrong. So I, I kind of like it. I kind of like your angle, even though I'm on the under with the Owls. Uh, uh, are we crazy to think Mike McIntyre couldn't he, we've seen him turn it around at Colorado. We've seen him turn it around at San Jose state. Now, normally it takes him a couple of years to build that culture. Exactly. And I mean, FIU, were they the worst team in you know, in FBS they quit though, man, if you look early on, right. If you look early on it, to me, the buy, if the buy-ins there, they're a different team. I don't think they're just completely untalented. Look at, look at last season early on. While you pull it up, is a buy-in from the university there? Are they still using used yeah, shoulder pads I know. from Auburn from 15 years ago? I mean, it, are, are they going to treat these players like Division One athletes or not? <laughs> Dude, how about this? Okay, after the bye week, everything they got their ass whooped by everybody. But Texas State, they lose in overtime, so they beat Long Island in the season opener. Obviously, Long Island Sharks, FCS, whatever. Uh, they lose by six in overtime to Texas State. Then they went to Lubbock. Okay, they they lost in Lubbock by thirty points, but that that's gonna that's supposed to happen. Uh, they almost beat Central Michigan. They lost 31-27. And if memory serves me correctly, I think I was watching that. And I think they were up in in the fourth quarter. Um, they got housed by Florida Atlantic. Okay, but they were kind of in that Charlotte game. It was forty. There was a twelve point loss. I think this team might be more talented, but I don't know. I mean. I look no I, more uh, Max Bortenschlager. Yeah, dude. I, but here's here's <laughs> one for to you. Say the name. Here's one for you. Look at this schedule. Bryant Bulldogs FCS. That's a win, right? Yeah. At Texas State, they took them to overtime last year. I, they're, I, not I, they're not winning that game. I trust McIntyre as a X's and O's coach way more than Butch Davis, right? And and hey, stranger things can happen. Watch out. And then. The, the, their schedule has New Mexico State. It has UConn. It has you know the rest uh, of the shitty conversation. Yes, <laughs> they could win some of these games. This is the hardest division to, to talk about. Uh, really the is. Mac, the Mac's probably harder. But um, I, I think I have a better feel for the Mac. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. There's something more appealing about watching a Mac game than like Florida International and UTEP. But oh, that's that, that's one of the worst games of the whole year. <laughs> uh. All right. Well, I'm I'm taking the Charlotte 49ers to surprise. I know I did this last year. All right. I was die hard on Charlotte. It was one of my locks. <laughs> they uh they barely came through for me, right? <laughs> yeah, they you had to sweat they, that thing they, out. They hit five. <laughs> their schedule's tough, man. Their first five games are tough. They're probably gonna be one and four in their first five. But yeah. there's some sunshine after that. They could beat UTEP. All right, that's two wins. They get a bye before UAB. Okay, they're gonna lose that. But then home to FIU at Rice. Home to Western Kentucky, they could win those games, man. There's a path to a bowl game and a surprise team ticket from Dundee. I think it's possible, man. I'm on the over two. It's sitting at four and a half, so I, I'm thinking they're going to at least you know equal last year's total. They have one of the most experienced quarterbacks in the conference, and that offense is going to be good. So that's going to at least give them a chance 
in pretty much every game other than the more physical teams like UTSA UAB. Yep. Yeah, I, I can see. I, yeah. You make good points. We're agreeing there. All right, folks. I want to tell you that we're brought to you by trade coffee. Yes. Trade coffee connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. These are independent businesses from big cities and small towns, much like the CUSA. Trade customers are truly impactful for uh, these independent roasters, often being the largest source of new growth for them. It's expert tasted coffee. Yeah, Trade's got a coffee team with like over 450 different kinds live and ready to sh- ship out to you. And they taste test thousands of coffee every day. What a job, right? Uh, there's no perfect coffee, but there is a perfect coffee for you. And Trade has a human powered algorithm. They're going to find you. It's like online dating. All right. If you, if you're trusting online dating, you might as well trust uh, this algorithm to figure out your cup of coffee in the morning. All right. Uh, right now trade is offering new subscribers, a total of uh, $30 off your first order. Plus free shipping. When you go to drink SGP, that's more than 40 cups of coffee for free people. That's like a thousand dollars at Starbucks. I get a bag every two weeks. I'm really enjoying that subscription that, you know what? I got it for mother's day. We we've already re-upped one more time. Nice. There you go. Uh, so get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP and let trade find you a coffee that you'll love. Once again, that is drinktrade.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Dave. Yes, Dave. No, not your uncle Dave. We're talking Dave. Dave the ba- is the banking app that can help you uh, get up to $500 instantly with extra cash people. That's more money to fill your tank buy a wedding gift, catch up on bills, bet on Florida international, whatever it is. All right. It's all there for you. All right. And look, cause we've all had moments in life where you've needed some money. You've you're stuck in a jam. All right. You're just, maybe you go, maybe, maybe you, maybe you go to the, uh, the, the Alamo dome to catch UTSA and you get completely bombed with a couple of friends of yours and spend way more money than you're anticipating. All right. Happens happens to the best yeah. of us. And then all of a sudden the first of the month is, is right around the corner and, and you're struggling and you just gotta, you know, Oh shit. I spent too much. I can't tell my girlfriend. She's going to think I'm a fucking loser, right? I can't call my mom because she's going to say I'm irresponsible. Well, guess who is responsible? You, right? When you download the fucking Dave app. All right. Uh, it gives you $500 instantly. Uh, download the Dave app from the app store right now. That's D a V E sign up for extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly for terms and conditions. Go to dave.com slash legal instant transfer fees apply banking provided by evolve. We're also brought to you by sling. Yes. It's college football season people, which means you need the unbeatable coverage of sling TV starting at $35 a month. Sling has the biggest games on the biggest channels like ESPN, ESPN two, ESPN three, sec network, ACC network, Fox, and the big 10 network. Oh, for the best price, you can stream it on any device, record up to 50 hours with included DVR space. You could pause or change your service at any time. Check out sling.com for special offers. Sling, the live TV you love for a price you'll love. Try us today. All right. We are back talking CUSA. Let's get to it. Patty C says UAB surprising. What a fucking answer. Uh, he mailed that one in, man. He did. He did, man. <laughs> That is not a surprise when they're p- practically the favorites. Who plays for the conference championship? All of us have the same conference championship, believe it or not, people. Chalk City, UTSA versus UAB. I, I guess let's go ahead and say Patty C picks UAB to win it. Maybe that's the surprise because I think me and you are both going to have UTSA, right? Yeah. Yeah. And since yeah. he's under on UTSA, he does have UAB winning the CUSA. 
I have the Roadrunners. I think they're. I think they could. They could. They're gonna. They're about to be a blue blood man in, in the in the group of five ranks. They're moving to the AAC. So in the future, you're gonna have SMU, ECU, UTSA, uh, Florida Atlantic, South Florida. Hey, it's just still go. be fun. Tulane, Tulsa. Uh, so, and uh, hold on one more thing. If you're looking at favorite win totals in the column, I, I'm afraid we're gonna have the same answer. It's gonna be over. UTSA under Western Kentucky. Yeah. Oh, by far my favorite, my favorite play is, is over UTSA under Western Kentucky. And I don't know that what would I have be a third. What, what would be a third? If you had to go with a third, my third is going to be over. <laughs> oh, I'm going to take a shot on over Charlotte four and a half. I'm going to take a shot on under La Tech four and a half. Oh, oh, oh. Man. How dare you get rid of Skip Holtz? How about this? How about you know to win the conference plus two ten for UTSA? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm actually gonna bet that 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 makes Do a lot it. of sense to me because I think they're definitely gonna be in that game. Uh, if you had to take a a non UAB non UTSA with the odds, is it FAU plus eight hundred? Do you go? Do you go? I actually, you might as well go if you're gonna throw that money. You might as well go juicy. What if you go North Texas plus fifteen? I, I was thinking North Texas, man. Not bad. I was Seth Latrell. Yeah, I, I would say, yeah, go North Texas, man. You know, great O line, experienced quarterback, good running backs. That that goes that goes pretty far. If you want to get crazy, if you want to do a sprinkle, I think the mean green makes a lot of sense. There we go. In thirty eight oh two in the chat, he says, "Don't forget about the Big Sky Conference. We don't." And I'm going to have an oh, FCS no. preview before the season starts. There we go. Big Sky. They represented hard last year. UC Davis went to Tulsa, one. Eastern Washington went to UNLV, one. Montana went to Washington, one. Montana Ooh. State, uh, Mo- Montana State, what uh, lost by three at Wyoming in a game that I think might have went to overtime. If I'm correct, but also Northern Arizona went to Arizona, one. Uh, that conference. That's a great football conference, man. That that is a very underrated. They could come up if they just jumped up to the FBS. Now they'd be fine. I I really believe like they would be better than the Mac or or the CUSA if they came up tomorrow and and played an FBS schedule. Um, uh, Joe Hackney with the corporate chubs trying to kill college football. At least we still have the FCS. Hey, direct- move move to the spring full time FCS. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, MC actually Nick. With, with actually with USFL there, I, I don't want that. Stay in you, the fall. No, you know what the FCS needs to do? They need to play more weekday games. Yes, we've talked about yes. that for sure. The Big Sky and and all these conferences in Missouri Valley that are fantastic football conferences. You can still I have, mean, you know, just FC- a couple games. FCS Friday just has a ring to it, man. Yeah. FCS Friday, come on, load it up. They got to do that. Thursdays, Fridays, Wednesdays. College kids don't yeah. go to school on Fridays. Dude, even if they're dumbing up the schedule class on a Friday, they're probably not going to make it there. ESPN just lost the Big Ten, and 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 uh, you know, it's see who knows what direction they're going to go in. But pick up, you can make some serious money. You can have people find out about your football programs. Hit the weekdays, man. Go to do some Wednesday. Just do one game a week on a Wednesday the whole season. I think it makes a ton of sense. I think you get great ratings. Someone out there, talk to me. Uh, get me the uh, the big sky president on the phone right now. 
All right. Uh, all right, folks. Well, this has been fun. We can't wait for the season. It's right around the corner. Remember tomorrow night, we are back with the big 10 and sec preview and next week, our win totals locks episode and, uh, and, and week zero picks the season is right around the Let's corner. Folks do it. subscribe to the college football experience. Remember we're also we, we're, wherever you listen to podcast at. And also remember we're on YouTube, go to youtube.com slash the college experience. And our college basketball previews has been, have been flowing already. Boston college came out today. Who doesn't love college hoops? The season is only like 80 days away, believe it or not. Um, check out those. And also rem- the remaining teams left. I just did the Yukon preview, the U- USC preview dropped today. Go listen to those. All right. Uh, for college football, as we go through all 131 subscribe, tell a friend. Also remember, check out the sports gambling podcast. They're doing the 32 NFL teams solo episode for every single team in the NFL. You get your fantasy football draft right around the corner. Check out the fantasy football gambling podcast. Check out the brand new NFL gambling podcast and brand new formula one gambling podcast, but get, get the discord or get the app and hop in the discord channel. All right. You, you hop in there. You can talk about any of these sports. All right. Sports gambling podcast.com slash discord folks. Appreciate you joining us. This is the college football experience, AAC and CUSA preview. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Hippie Olympics. Doesn't matter who wins because they're all losers. Uh, I think tide turning, I, see, as I remember, I was raised in the desert, but tides kind of turn. It's easy to see a tide turn. Did I say those words? I'm a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're going to pay for it. Good night. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit.